0: So this morning's contemplation is on equanimity. And equanimity is one of the things that I have found a very challenging practice because I don't find it very readily within my personality structure. So I have had to trick myself into discovering and getting a feeling for it so i'd like to share with you a guided meditation guided visualization that helps give a feeling for equanimity and then bring that quality or feeling of equanimity into our practice so just imagine that you are a mayfly And a mayfly has a month or so to live, and that's it. And every aspect of life needs to fit into a one-month time framework. So just put your sense of who you are into the life experience of a mayfly, and as an imagination, explore what it might be like. have a, a time framework that's very boundary limited and all the things that have to happen in life need to happen in that time frame where would your interests go and your attention go what would you not be interested in what would not concern you just in the body of a mayfly Imagine that you are an elephant in the uh, African savanna. Your body is quite a lot larger than the body you have now. The lifespan of an elephant is 60 or 70 years if their life is lived fully. With a large body. and a 60 or 70 year lifespan. Imagine, just imagine putting yourself in the shoes of an elephant. In the feet of an elephant. Feeling what it might feel like as an elephant to live. What would your interest be, what would concern you, what would hurt, what would be joyful? Where would your attention go? How would you spend your time as an elephant in the African savannah? imagine that you're one of these ancient redwood trees 3000 years old your roots are interlocking with other redwood trees so they aren't so deep but they are tremendously broad for 3000 years you've lived You've seen storms. You've seen the emergence of world religions. You've been present on the earth during tremendous change. Lovers have come and read poetry at the root of you and people have died cycles and seasons and storms and fires and drought earthquakes lightning it's all part of your own experience in being a redwood tree standing in one place growing for 3,000 years. Imagine that you are the earth, something on the order of four and a half billion years old. Imagine what it might be like to be the earth. Who have borne witness to the emergence and the dissolution of mountain ranges. The Rocky Mountains that we now see are the third Rocky Mountains. The Garden of the Gods which is near where I live is remnants of the first Rocky Mountains. Imagine being the earth and bearing witness continental shifts, the emergence and the dissolution of mountains, the emergence of every single species, and the dissolution of species, the emergence of civilizations, and the dissolutions of civilizations. Every single tear, every single drop of blood, every single birth and every single death since the beginning of life as Earth one has borne witness to. World wars, ice ages, explosions, saints, Everything is within your own memory as the earth, everything positive and everything negative that has ever emerged since the beginning of time on earth, of life on earth, is something that you have within your memory. Oceans drying up, oceans appearing. Now, as the experience of Earth, what does it feel like, these changes? Mountains emerging, oceans emerging, the oceans drying up, civilizations civilizations coming and going. birthing and the death of the individual people and animals. Now this quality of expansiveness of steadiness, of unflappability, of welcome, of presence is equanimity. It doesn't take things personally. And yet it doesn't distance oneself from what is happening. So in our own meditation experience, is it possible to use this guided imagination in a way that supports one's own direct access to equanimity to feel the earth-like qualities within one's own body to have an appreciation of the tremendous change that is possible and a steadiness that can receive all of it. The basis of equanimity is the ability to observe what is happening without identifying, rejecting, believing or disbelieving. So using the earth when it is useful, and very much feeling one's own physical body and breath, attentive to what is arising, anchored in this willingness to be present, to not identify, disconnect, absorb reject or deny the steadiness of knowing things as they are without asking them to be otherwise. One of the classical reflections that supports equanimity is the reflection on karma, and this is not meant to be something that disconnects us from compassion or kindness. It looks at things in terms of cause and effect. So in the chanting that we did on the four Brahma Viharas yesterday, there's a reflection on karma that a person is the owners of their actions. So in some situations, when one reflects in this way, it helps one develop steadiness that then enables a skillful response without anxiety, desire or fear. So the results of a person's life have a lot to do with the intentions that they have made. And the way they have responded to those intentions. It's not the only thing It's not the only thing that determines what is happening for a person, but it is a large part. And so there's a coolness that can come. When one can recognize that no matter what one wishes for another person, what happens for them has a lot more to do with the causes and conditions that they have participated in creating. So it is a misunderstanding to see equanimity as an avoidance of responsibility and an avoidance of the need for kindness and compassion. One can appreciate that when there is steadiness and an absence of reactivity one's capacity to respond is much greater. And one responds without investment in outcome. One does the right thing, independent of what the results will be or may be. So when there is no attachment That gives the greatest possibility for the strongest commitment. Allowing things to arise without identifying with it, rejecting it, without believing it or disbelieving it. Present, grounded and steady. In the same way the earth bears witness to all that arises and ceases, and has done for billions of years. One of the signatures of equanimity is is that it's steady, unflappable, and present. And if we notice in our own experience that our capacity for presence is diminishing, or blurring, or fading out, or fogging out, we don't have a strong sense of our physical body, and that can be an indication that equanimity is transforming into one of its, of its near enemies. It looks something like disconnect or disassociation. Indifference. And so if we are experiencing those qualities, then we need to reinvigorate our interest connect with our physical body, establish ground is not a state of dissociation where we are not present with what is happening it is not a useful quality to abide in It's not an intellectualization, it's a steady, quiet, unflappable presence with whatever is arising. It's not reacting to the positive, it's not pushing away the negative and it's not spacing out on the indifferent or the neutral Equanimity doesn't go up with the ups and down with the downs and round and round with the round and rounds. It's steady, present, and grounded. One of the suttas gives an encouragement. If somebody is speaking about you in a in a harmful or slanderous way, the encouragement is to be like the earth. Something that's normally very evocative. It stirs up a lot of feeling. be like the earth the earth can have things put on it which are harmful and does it best to compost them into something which is useful it doesn't react it doesn't get agitated agitated What would it be like to cultivate that quality of being like the earth, steady, and strong, unreactive, and yet vital, alive and present. There are a lot more options that open up to us when we don't take things personally. And that's true not only for the things that we experience from people around us and situations around us, but also when we open up to our own internal experience about what arises. Things come because of causes and conditions. They do not belong to me. So, one's own particular patterning is the result of causes and conditions. And in that way, even though it is experienced as intensely personal, it's not personal. So, developing equanimity not only for the situations that arise. Outside, but inside. Until the outside and inside then ceases to be something that holds such a huge distinction. Steady and grounded and unflappable, present, alive and responsive, but not reactive. This is the qualities of equanimity.